Good morning, you're listening to FloridaDaily.net and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in Dallas at the CCA Global Carpet One Show and I'm with John Gilbert, the president of Carpet One Floor and Home. John, how you doing? I'm doing great, Kemp. Good to see you again in what I would call unusually cold Dallas, chilly Dallas. The, even the inside of the hotel is cold. It is cold down here. We had snow on the ground when we woke up this morning. <laughs> It's good to be with you. Let's first talk about kind of where we are on demand. You know, I'll start to say that we've been running some numbers at Floor Focus, and it looks like the industry overall gave away around 11% of top-line sales. So we were a $28 billion industry at wholesale. Now we're a $25 billion industry. Probably the worst piece of that is where your members play day in and day out, and that's the retail sector. Give us a feel for your year in if you can. I mean, that feels about right. We're, we're certainly uh, feeling a little better than minus 11%, but I do think the last eight months have been tough for um, consumers, particularly around interest rates being so high. And I have a sense, and based on the conversation we just had with Barbara Corcoran, about interest rates abating and the markets start to open up for housing purchases and remodels, that we might have seen the worst of it, which is exciting for us. It is. You mentioned Barbara Corcoran with New York Real Estate and then Shark Tank, she was your speaker. Uh, catch people up on that in just a minute. A celebrity, you had her speak uh, on stage and she had some good advice. And she also said, you know, get out there, be visible. Now's the time to invest in your business. And the third quarter, since she's a real estate person, she says the third quarter of 24, all the floodgates are going to open, right? Yeah, that's that was exciting. I didn't know that she would say that. We're probably a little more conservative in our forecasting. But nonetheless, there's so much pent-up demand for housing, for housing-related improvements. We didn't see the end of it with you know the pandemic era. We really saw the beginning of it. And with the interest rates getting so high, it definitely slowed down. And so as we see, inflation clearly has tamed. And we're back to normal inflation rates. We're not back to where the Fed wants us to be, but we're close enough that I do believe the forecast looks good for flooring. So her main sort of punctuation mark was around act now so that you'll be ready for when things turn around. In fact, the ones that do act when there's a lull benefit the most when business picks up. You know, that's Warren Buffett's advice, too. Yeah. You know, he says, you know, now's yeah. the time to invest. If you invest now, when the sun comes out again, you'll be ready for it. Let's talk a second. Beginning of this session today, your opening session, you made fun of Keith Spanham's clothes, which we all enjoy. That. It, is, it is always appropriate to do so. I would encourage anyone who's in the business to join in on the sport. And he made fun of you because you're a magician. You you made a whole meeting disappear. I'm ribbing you a little bit, but uh, yeah, you did go to a regional format on you know what was had been for a long time, two meetings a year. How'd that work out for you? Probably one of the best things we've ever done, and that's not just me, that's the member feedback. We did surveys at every um, session this summer, and we've also talked to a lot of members, obviously, initially a lot of upset members about this time last year, when we did cancel convention for the primary reason of ensuring that we could have distributions to our members that, that, that were respectable. We didn't know the year would turn out as good as it did at the time, but it was the right thing to do. It did bring about summer regionals where we get more intimate, we make a closer connection, we go to members' markets, all things that members have been asking for for a decade. 
And, you know, we get out to members' markets. I did personally 13 of them myself. That's a lot of travel. It's much harder than doing a convention. But at the same time, it's much better. And so this, this cadence of a big convention once a year and then summer regional in, in members' markets will continue. All right, so we've heard enough about Retail 2.0. We've talked about it. Matter of fact, in our January issue of Floor Focus, we interviewed some of your members about it. And word from the stage is that you're going to be finished rolling that out by the first quarter of this year. Yeah, probably end of first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. We're right on track. You know, you probably also heard members talk about how it's working. The feedback has been terrific. It's the most expensive investment that this organization's made since its beginning. And I guess the question is, what's next, right? Yeah, we're, we're operating off the premise of we have these four pillars. And the Retail 2.0 improvements for the digital world and the physical world were part one or the first pillar. The next pillar is getting the marketing to bring on the customers, create a powerful invitation for customers to get into those showrooms. The pillar after that is around um, using data. We, we started using data about six years ago. We used data to build the business cases for Retail 2.0. We're going to continue to use this data to improve our business. And then finally, the final pillar is to uh, diversify. We have members that have resources. We have members that have interest in growth. Using all the first three pillars to, to diversify in their markets and create a bigger enterprise. One of the things that you're talking about is kitchen and bath. You're actually going to put a push on for your members to diversify into that, right? Yeah, we've been, well, I say we. Our members in many cases have been in kitchen and bath for decades. So we know it's a complementary business line to flooring. We know that when you get a kitchen and bath job, you often get the flooring job with the kitchen and bath. So kitchen and bath sells flooring, and flooring sells kitchen and bath. So it's a very symbiotic relationship. We're really excited to now be ready. We've got 26 or 27 carpet ones already in Kiba, our version of kitchen and bath. That serves as a very effective pilot. So now we're ready to turn on the heat and get everybody into it. How much space do you have to devote to that in general? Yeah, it's a really good question, Kemp. One of the dynamics of Retail 2.0 is we've pulled a lot of clutter off the floor, creating space for kitchen and bath. And, you know, kitchen and bath can be, you know, 750 to 1,500 square feet, depending on how the, how the member wants to execute it. But it does not take a lot of space. Give me a little bit more on digital. So, I mean, you know, everybody's out there. You've partnered with Roomvo on the visualizer. Every member knows they have to be present. Give me a couple more components of what your digital program is. Well, I think there's a couple of things, and I'll, I'll lever off of something Barbara said. Um, social media. Social media is the new word of mouth. It's the new endorsement. And so having a presence on social media is not only important, it's really become critical. It's, it's table stakes. And the more you can do with social media to create an identity for your individual local business, the more consumers will respond. And it creates a, it, it's kind of a force multiplier for marketing investment. Social media inherently doesn't cost much, but it can have a terrific impact. You know, a derivative of social media is, is reviews, ratings and reviews. Nobody buys anything, including myself, and I'm well into my 60s, and so this isn't a young person thing. Nobody buys anything anymore without reading reviews. I read reviews for buying things that are less than 15, 20 bucks. 
So I can't imagine somebody entertaining a $3,500 flooring job without reading reviews. So we are the king of reviews. Our average review for thousands and thousands of Carpet One is around 4.8. So we're, you know, we're very excited about our social media presence and our social media strategy. So I'll just pick that as one element of digital. There are others as well. All right, so we're third week in January. Next week is surfaces. Will you be there? I won't be there. I have a personal event that I've never had before in my life, a barn raising. My wife and I bought a home, and we're having a barn raised. It just happens to be the same week as surfaces. So I can't miss that because watching them raise a barn is a tradition in the Northeast that you can't miss out on. Is the weather going to behave for you? That's a good question. I don't think the weather matters. I think these guys are ready to go, rain or shine. So you were in Vermont. You, have you moved from there? We sold our house in Vermont. We bought a house in Massachusetts, smaller piece of land, a little bit more favorable climate, closer to the grandkids. What are you going to put in the barn? A couple of vehicles, a tractor, you know, the normal stuff you put in a barn. An outbuilding. All right. Well, John, it's good to catch up with you and hear what's going on with Carpet One. Again, been talking to John Gilbert, the president of Carpet One, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloridaLA.net.